Welcome to this week's episode of Written in the Stars. Today, the Kabbalistic astrologer Ruth Nachmias will discuss the planets and their importance in our charts. in the same way in the book of formation Abraham the patriarch named the planet gave each name to the planet according to uh, you know a specific uh, codes according to specific energies and named the sign he gave the name to the sign you understand Adam, uh, Adam the, the first man the, the uh, um, yeah the first man Adam created the planet or gave the names you understand the creation the fourth day if i'm not mistaken the fourth day the planet were created uh, the, the, of crea- the day of creation i mean the planets were created okay the stars the sky the planet everything was created here you have extract from the book of yetzirah and it's good to read that later on uh, the hebrew part you see here the, the scanning part uh, and to connect to the energy of each planet that is like the seed level, the concentrate of each planet. So if you are Cancer, it's good to read, to, to read about the moon and to, to connect the energy of the moon. If you are Leo, to read about the, 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 the sun. If you are uh, uh, Sagittarius, to read about Jupiter, you understand? So it's good to connect to each planet uh, uh, and to connect to that energy. So we're starting with the moon, okay? The moon is, there's a lot of explanation about planets, okay. The moon, the letter Tet created the moon, right? The moon rules Cancer, only Cancer. And in the chart, in the chart, the moon rules the fourth house. You know, in the chart there is 12 houses, right? 12 houses representing the 12 signs of the zodiac. The first house, is Aries and so on the second house is Taurus the third house is uh, uh, Gemini the fourth house is Cancer and on and on until the 12th house is Pisces right that's the general will of the zodiac but when according to the time the date that we are born the time that we are born and the place that we are born the the, the houses the rising Sun the, the rising sign set up the tone for the whole chart the first house is still Aries, but I, m- I might be rising Cancer, right? So the first house, which is the Aries house, will start with Cancer sign. Do you understand? Yes? And on, Cancer, and then Leo, and the second house, which is the Taurus house, will start with Leo energy. Do you understand? And the third house, which is a Gemini, will start with Virgo energy. Yeah, because the first, the, the rising sign set the tone for the whole wheel. Of, of the 12th house, okay? You understand? Is it clear? Okay, so the moon. Cancer, rule, moon rules Cancer and the fourth house of the, of the zodiac, of the uh, wheel. So the moon expression represents the expression of our instincts, of our uh, feelings, emotional response. 
constant changes of personality. That's the moon. That's cancer. Depend on others. And seek emotional security. The day of the week that represents the moon, it's Monday. Monday, moon, you know. The, 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 you see, here it says the, 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 the holiday or especially special energy that, that revealed in the month of cancer, it's Parashat Pinchas, the healing portion. So that's why cancer, they, have a very, they are very good healers also. Very good healers. The moon, the, 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 the moon it's called the planet moon, yes, itself. It's cold and moist. In astrology, it represents sailors and messengers. In astrology, the moon, okay? The metal that represents the moon, silver, crystal, and onyx. I give you all the characteristics of the planet moon, okay? The plants that represent the moon, it's a peach tree, willows, uh, river willows, yes? Watermelon and cucumber, because they're all water, like moon, right? The human nature with the moon, expression of emotion. They are very timid people. They are revealing secrets. They don't say to a cancer a secret. They will never keep it. They will never keep it. It's, it's paradox because you will think a cancer will not talk, right? But if they are under emotional pressure, they will take out everything. So don't say. A knowledge of magic, they will be attracted by that. They will say also a lot of lies because they are afraid to be caught. So they will invent stories not to be caught. They will have a problem with eating up and down because it's called to emotion. When they are afraid or, or, or insecure, they will fed themselves too much, right? Because uh, and when they, they, they lack of love, they will fed themselves. Not all of cancer people, yes, but a lot of them will, will, will balance that lack with food. So it's emotional eating. They are excellent mothers, cancer people, or motherhood, you know, like they know how to be, to care about others and, and, and sisters. And they will, they will be in the pregnancy very good. They know how to, you know, uh, uh, use these em uh, emotions uh, uh, into the advantage. The moon is nearest to the earth from all the planets. The near, of course, because we see it, right? Every day. The planetary motion of the moon, the cycle of the moon, it's 27 to 30 days. 
days, that's it. It's, you know, I'm not talking about years or week. And through every sign, it stays two and a half days. So if in the transit of the chart, you see, for example, moon in Scorpio, not in your natal chart, in the transit, so it will stay two days in Scorpio. And then two days after Scorpio, you understand? in, in, uh, in uh, uh, Sagittarius, and then, you know, uh, a Capricorn, you know, it's moving very quick. Every two and a half day is changing sign, okay, the moon. This is why also cancer people are very unstable, emotionally, you understand? Because they change sign every day, every two days. So one, two, day, two days they will feel Scorpio energy, two days later they will feel Sagittarius energy, you understand? So it's it's also confusing for a cancer, you understand? Now you understand better cancer? So you will be nicer with them? Yes? Uh, um, the moon in astrology represents the unconscious. Unconsciousness side. Constant changing personality. Rules the past because cancer never forget the past and follows tradition, Cancerian moon people. They represent material love, not romantic love, because they want security. The moon in the chart has, is where the ability to share of a person is, okay? Because cancer is sharing, sharing, giving, giving, giving too much, you know? Giving and receiving and taking. Moon represents the nostalgia, nostalgia, receptive, homeland, home, where home is. Not physical home, where home in the heart is of a person. You understand? Represent people, intuitivity, moodiness, feelings, the feminine side of a person. Destiny and the soul, represents the soul of the person, okay? Okay, Mercury represented by the letter Resh, right? Rules over Gemini and Virgo. Remember, each planet has two signs, beside the sun and the moon. So Mercury rules over Gemini, which is the third house in the wheel of the chart, and Virgo, which is the sixth house in the wheel of the chart. So M Mercury rules the third house and the sixth house, okay? Mercury represents intellectual faculties. All what's intellectual, yes? The day of Mercury, it's Wednesday. Mercury represents curiosity, desire to know. A Gemini and a Virgo will always want to learn something new, always. Give meaning to every experience. Govern all form of communication. Where you see Mercury and, uh, I mean, Gemini and Virgo in the chart, it's where your communication skills are or are not, okay? Learning of, learning of skills, of rapidity, like quick, 
and how quick you respond to situations. Mercury represents the logic in the chart and the solving problems. Mercury in the chart, it's where we are best in communication. So, if for example, you have Mercury in the chart in Cancer, it means what? It's what? <coughs> yeah, but it... No. No, not at all. Because Mercury is a communication planet, right? Cancer is not a communication planet. Cancer doesn't communicate the feelings. So Mercury in Cancer is not good. Because Mercury wants to communicate and Cancer wants to hide. Do you understand? So what does the per this person do? They think emotionally a lot. They feel a lot, but they don't communicate. Do you understand? That's how you have to read the chart and the planet. Okay? Mercury is always also one of the closest planets on Earth, right? After the moon. The, the cycle of Mercury is 27 days around the sun. 27, 28 days, like almost a month. And it's about one year around the zodiac, right? The whole zodiac. And it's about one month in each sign, yes? So if in the transit you have Mercury in Cancer, next month you will have Mercury in Leo. And next month you will have Mercury in, in Aquarius, and, and you know, and, and, and on and on. So that's why Mercury feels different every time. Okay? The met metal that represents Mercury is Quicksilver. Right? The Quicksilver, like the Mercury uh, itself also. Keyword for Mercury is physical and mental communication. Mercury also represents the south. The planet, the sign where Mercury is not at ease at all, like we, we call it a, a fall, yes, that's how we call it in astrology, or that where Mercury is at fall is Pisces. Mercury is not at ease at all with the Pisces. Why? Because Pisces is water externally, but it's air internally. And Mercury is air of air, so it doesn't understand the air of the Pisces. You understand? So it's not at ease at all. In Cancer, it still can, you know, figure it out. What is it? But, but Pisces is half emotion, half intellectual. And Mercury, they don't understand that. It's all, all, all of it or not of it. You understand? Masculine or feminine? Mercury didn't decide yet where they want to be. They are very ambitious, exquisite in every science. They know and they understand science. Curious in almost everything, and especially in the occult knowledge. Mercury people, usually Gemini and Virgo are philosophers, mathematicians, attorneys, 
merchants, they're great in sales. Human nature, speech intelligence, they always speak intelligently. They are very educated. They know a lot of them signs of the stars. They talk very good eloquently. They love anything miniature. Everything small, they love it. Why? Because Mercury is one of the smallest planets also. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the crystal we said is the quicksilver. It's not metal, it's a quicksilver. So what, that's the stone or whatever it is represent mercury. Okay? Sometimes it can be metal, sometimes it can be something else. That's the, the, the symbol of mercury. Okay? And the plant, uh, no, I don't have it. I don't have it, no. I will find it out. Well, the person can be very quick thinking and very quick to say the truth, but with no f feelings or tact. <laughs> you understand? So, the, the, and can hurt a lot. Voluntarily, they can hurt people. Through their words. Mercury represents communication. You understand? But also, Mercury and Scorpio are people that will go behind the scene to black magic, to occult science, to, to uh, all this kind of, of knowledge. You understand? They can go very, very deep because they, they thirst of knowledge. It's, it's, you know, it's very big. So if they go to the occult, which is Scorpio, they will go to a very dark place. Very, very dark. They can go. I'm not saying they, they will. But they can go to a very dark place because they, they want to know more and more and more and more. And the same way Mercury in, in Gemini or Sagittarius, they will be scientific, they will be uh, astronomers, they will be like, you know, like in, in, in those uh, parts of uh, science. You understand? Yes. Okay, Mars. Mars, the planet, Dalet, the letter that created Mars. Mars rules Aries and Scorpio, which is the first and the eighth house in the wheel, in the chart. So Mars rules the first house and the eighth house, respectively Aries and Scorpio. Mars have energy of assertive. I know, I decide, I do. No confusion. Taking decisions, fighting for what they wish to achieve. They are initiators. It represents also the ego. They don't have no Aries, no Scorpio. They don't have tact and diplomacy. They say, what they want, what they see, and how they see it. They might say the truth. I'm not saying they're lying. You understand it. But how they say it is wrong. Okay? So Mars in the chart, where we find, where is our Mars in this chart, is when we spend most of our energy. 
and we fight for our beliefs. Okay? The day of Mars is Tuesday. Mars as a planet, it's hot and dry and burning. Rebellious, Mars is rebellious, represents fire and represents bloodshed, war. Represents killing, war and anger. But also, it's where our energy is and where our initiative is. Okay? It's weak. Mars in Pisces is weak because Pisces is not a fighter. Pisces is not a person of war or a person of taking initiative. So Mars is here to help to overcome those fear of Pisces and to move on. So Mars is weakened by the Pisces. So, but what you have to do is to take the energy of Mars and to transfer it into Pisces. Not to take the energy of Pisces to let the control Mars, you understand? And it depends also of the house, the position where it's in the chart. Yes. Both. both. Yes, of course, both. So let's say if, if Mars falls on Virgo. Yes. Virgo, so that's fire supporting Earth and air. Yes. Exactly. So it give a little bit of energy to the to the to the earth and air. You understand? Uh, so uh, 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 planetary motions of Mars, yes, it's every 23 months, more or less, through the zodiac, yes? Uh, uh, two years around the zodiac, more or less. Two months average in each sign. So every two months in the transit, we will have our mass changing sign. Mars is exalted in Capricorn, the best of Mars, it's when it is in Capricorn. The best, why? Because Capricorn is structure. So they know how to handle the fire and the energy of Mars and to put into structure and to manifest it. So it's the best for, for, for Mars to be in Capricorn. The worst for Mars to be is in Cancer. The worst. Because Cancer is emotions. Cancer is up and down. Cancer, they don't, today, is, they, they, are, they are happy, tomorrow they are not happy. And Mars, they don't like it. Mars is like, oh, you're happy or you're not, and that's it. Right? So the best for Mars is Capricorn. The, 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 the fall in Mars is in Cancer. So be careful of that. Generally, Mars people, which have a strong Mars in their chart, they are general in the army. You know, Mars is war, conquerors, Colonel, butchers, surgeons, 
which they have exactly blood, like strong. Yes. The metal for Mars is iron. Strong, no bending. The problem with Mars is they can be enemies of enemy of all the other planets if they don't follow Mars. Okay. It's the worst because Mars doesn't know what energy to follow. Cancer is moody. Cancer can be good, cancer can be bad, cancer can be happy, cancer can be sad. So they don't know what energy is. So it's, it's disturbing and confusing the energy of Mars. Which the best in Capricorn, Capricorn is structure. You know what you get every day. You understand? So they know what to follow. You understand? Yes. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Exactly. 100% yes. You got it. So you understand? And you have more of the, the mass here. Sun. The sun. The sun represents the Iran the light, the channel of the light, right? The letter Kuf, created uh, Kaf, represent, uh, 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 sun created the letter Kaf, rules Leo, just Leo, and the fifth house, yes, which is the house of, Eric, of Leo, in the chart. Creativity, love, everything. Children, the fifth house represents children also. The calf represents the crown, royalties, balance, and completeness. That's what the sun is. The sun can be good and bad, right? Can create warmth, energy, happiness, life, and can create death. Death also, right? When it's too much sun, there is uh, drought, how do you say, yes? Dryness, no rain, no food, nothing. So it's completely opposite. So the sun can be harmful or very good. Hot and dry, you understand? That's how Leo people can be also. In the chart, the sun signifies kings, ministers, and counselors, all the ones that have the high position, the power. In the metal, it represents gold, of course. Gold and precious, uh, 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 precious stone, stones. You know, ruby, emerald, all this kind of thing. In the plants, represent date trees. Date is the top. Vines, you know, all the food of kings. And olive trees. 
The sun in human nature, they are knowledgeable, they have majesty, beauty, courageous, they're always seeking high position, desire for wealth, and excess of desire also. They can be much abound, uh, you know, uh, than what they need to be. You understand? Very, very, very giving and sharing and everything has to be sumptuous. The sun in astrology represents the east. The motion of the sun, it's one year into the zodiac, you know? And it's one month through the sign. Every month we're changing sign, right? So it's one month. And it's one year, 12 months around the zodiac. The key word for the sun is individuality and self-identity. Sun is the center of the solar system, right? The planets go around the sun. All the planets, they go is the center. Represents the individual in the highest position where they need to be. It's an indicator in the chart of what a person needs to achieve in his life. So it depends on what sign you are and what house you are in the chart and what aspect the sun makes to other planets, it's an indicator what you need to be in this life. Okay? The downfall, the detriment of the sun is in the sign of Aquarius. Why? What do you think? What do you think? Why Aquarius? It's the opposite, but why? Aquarius they don't like to be the top. They like to be with people. All people, right? Aquarius people, the more the masses for Aquarius, the better it is. For the sun, for Leo, the more individual, the better it is. You understand? So the sun in Aquarius is in detriment. So they need to figure it out, how to work together. And the day for the sun is Sunday, like Sunday, right? And that's why in the month of the Leo, there is Tubeav, the day of love. You understand? Where? To be born as a Leo? Ah, Tubeav. Yes, it's, it's a, a, a very powerful energy. You connect the energy of love. It was the channel of our love that day. To find the soulmate, to find the love. To, love not just necessarily in, in love, religion, but love in everything in life. Yes, more inclined to give love. And the sun also wants to give love. You understand? So, and you have also the physical and the spiritual char characteristic of the sun. Yes, in the booklets. The sun in the system, in the solar system, in the chart system, represents the father figure. Represents the masculine part of the person. Represents the spirit, the confident, confident, uh, being confident, 
being unique, being special, recognition, worth, warmth, affectionism, and joyful. And the flower, the plant for the sun, it's sunflower, obviously. For Venus, for Taurus and Libra. Apple and pomegranate. Human nature for Venus and Libra and Taurus. Friendship, laughter, playfulness, love, adultery. You want to see if someone is cheating on the chart, you see where Venus is. Generosity, dance, love to dance, excessive lust for everything, and false testimony. You don't ask a Taurus or a Libra to testify against something. You don't. Planetary motion through the zodiac is one year also, like the sun. And it's one month through every sign. The, the Venus, it's never far from the sun. Never. Always at maximum 48 degrees of the sun. So, so never far from the sun. That's why Venus can never be retrograde in the chart. Mercury can be retrograde, which is further. Venus cannot, because always. And also we say, in the, there is a, a term in astrology when we say uh, uh, Venus is burned by the sun, because when it's too close to the sun, it's hiding behind the sun. And remember, the sun is Leo. It's pleasures, it's, it's extra, it's sumptuous, it's all this. And Venus is also that. When it's too close to the sun, it's combusted by the sun. So it's too much of pleasure, of, 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 uh, of adultery, of, of uh, food, of uh, everything. You understand? So it's, that's how we can see in the chart. Venus in Aries is in detriment. Why? Because Aries is leader, is work, it's let's do it, you understand? It's anger. It's frustration, it's war, let's fight for it. Venus is all beauty, all love. Uh, Taurus and Libra, they're all, you know, food, enjoy, taking time. Everything, okay, let's eat and let's, and let's fight. You understand? So it's not good. Venus, it's musicians. Jewelers, like Taurus and Libra, yes? A, a, a bankers, diplomat, they are very good in that, and beauty cosmetic. The big enemies of Venus, of Taurus and, and, and Libra, who are they? Saturn. Saturn is the structure the policeman, the, the, the let's do according to the rule. Venus is let's do according to beauty. Let's do according to material, not according to the rules. You understand? 
Venus love, love adultery, love to cheat, love to lie, you know, just for the pleasure of it. Saturn is no, no cheating, no lying, no saying, uh, you understand? No going outside of the, of the way. And the day is Friday, I said it, yes? Okay. Taurus, or in Libra, rule in their own sign. So they will feel full power. Okay, moving on. Yes, please. It's not comfortable, but it's not bad. You understand? Uh, uh, the, 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 what is bad is in Mars, in, uh, in Aries. You understand? Because it's fighting. Venus in Capricorn can still, you know, can still rule through it. You understand? Find a way with the Capricorn. But in Aries, it's not good at all. Yeah. It's bad. It's not good, yes. Aries and Virgo are not good for Venus. There's a two signs it's not good for Venus. Virgo is detail-orientated. It's judgment, it's criticism, you understand? Which Venus loves pleasure, remember, love pleasure, life, beauty, food. By the way, also, in astrology, in Kabbalistic astrology, Venus, there is Venus in the morning and Venus at night. It's two different energies. Venus at night is the one that you cannot trust. Is the one that's lying, is the one that's cheating. Venus at night. Yes, and Venus in the morning is the one enjoying the pleasures, uh, food, material, beauty, and all kinds of things. You understand? So it's two completely different energy. So we need to see in the chart where is the secret Venus, the one at night that is hiding. You understand? Oh, there's a special technique in astrology. Uh, it's a long to explain now, but there is, you understand? So, so we can see that and we can see where the person is cheating or being cheated. You understand? Or lying or, or not saying the truth, yes? So that's the, the, the point. That's Kabbalistic astrology, actually. Yes? They, they say what, excuse me? In Pisces, yes. Yeah, exalted, it means it's very good in Pisces. Why? The Pisces love to enjoy also. You understand? And the more you hide, the more it's good for Pisces. So it's good for Venus also, you understand? Venus doesn't know to like to expose, they like to enjoy. So it's good, it's exalted. Exalted means it's very good in Pisces. Detriment is not good. <laughs>